0: Welcome to Streamed Assembly, everybody's favorite podcast about magical samurai-flavored cardboard. I'm Chris Stevenson, and with me today is John Freeman. Hey, so why, John. Yeah, so
1: well, it's, you know, school and, and life and everything gets in the way, sorry. Anything useful? Uh, Anything. not usually, no. Okay. Also, we have Trevor Valentine. What a you food
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> One of the off-mic themes that you don't often hear at Strange Assembly is Jay and Trevor and Kevin making random internet and movie references that I have no idea about. Kevin's not here, but Jay is.
2: Squeak. I know you wanted that.
0: But you've done anything lately, Jay and
2: Trevor?
1: At least John has a life. Since when? Since March 5th.
2: I was going to say, I thought you lost that. that, that, Yes, exactly. It depends
1: on how you calculate life. Yeah, only 18 years ago, right? (laughs) He
0: hopes. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about some of the upcoming Legend of the Five Rings RPG books. I'm going to unbox the L5R CCG Holiday Pack, talk about the Wrath of the Elements expansion for Thunderstone, because, you know, that came out six months ago. And a little bit about the mega game as we near the end. We're also in the second episode of our new music that it seems like most of the people who have posted about it don't like so far. So if you like it, make sure to say something or else it might go away. hit the role-playing game first. The 4th edition of the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game came out last summer? Or 2009? Just this oh, I year. Even. It was just this year, right? wants yeah. mm-hmm. to come out earlier in the year because Enemies of the Empire was at Gen Con and I already had the core book then. So sometime earlier in 2010, the 4th edition RPG came out. The first supplement, Enemies of the Empire, came out this summer. And the next 3... Ex- Supplements have been out. I keep going to call them expansions. The next three supplements uh, have been announced, and they are the Emerald Empire, the Great Clans, and the Imperial Histories. And I thought it might be nice to talk a little bit about what we expect to be in those and what we'd like to see in those, because Sean Carmen, the head of the story team and the lead on the RPG is currently answering questions on our forums, So if you go to the Strange Assembly forums at our web- website, www.strangeassembly.com, you can ask him questions about these upcoming supplements. The first one is Emerald Empire, which is a semi-reprint. Reprint, yeah. I think the only hardcover expansion yeah. supplement That's expansion. for uh, <laughs> for the third edition was Emerald Empire, and it was... a uh, Really detailed go-through of religion and geography. Yeah, and a real breakdown every clan. It's sold out immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think people were selling copies of that thing on eBay for more 150 years. So I mean, it was ridiculous. It was Glad I, I had mine. So this one is... I think it's a reprint including all or almost all of the non-mechanical stuff from that one, and then additional material.
1: Like a special edition almost...
0: Yes, except, hopefully, without Greedo. Mm. <laughs> but, did you guys all get Emerald Empire the first time around? Yeah, I got
2: mine. None. No, <laughs> No? we haven't been playing, I haven't... I, I looked at your coffee. <laughs> I, I don't need my own.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes. Well, I... It'll be nice to see that. I think it's fair to say I'm anticipating the other two books more just because I already have yeah, yeah. half of this book, but obviously a lot of people never got the chance to get the original Emerald Empire, and if there are any mechanical bits in the new Emerald Empire, those would be new. I mean, they may be reworkings of the existing stuff. It wasn't a lot. There were some advantages, and the dojo, which I don't know if I want them. Are there... Do you guys know if they're bringing back dojo? I
1: don't think so.
0: Okay. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Since they were just free, free extra bonus yeah. for your character. The next expansion is The Great Clans, which is a big, long, timeline neutral breakdown, clan by clan, which it will be nice to see. We haven't, I guess, we, we got the sort of subject specific clan breakdowns in the Masters of series in 3rd edition.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't quite the same thing.
0: Nah. So, what are you guys hoping to see in the the Great Clans? The, the spider. You're not your s- Great you're, Clan. You're not going to see it. They've already said that. I think I thought they already said that the spider are not in the Great. Clans.
2: They're Is in it? the Okay Clan. What did they say? Just know, I the oh,
0: okay. yeah. if you remember, in the fourth edition book, the spider are in the advanced mechanics section, and they're a very timeline-specific thing, but I may be risk recalling I thought Sean had said that specifically that the Spider just were not going to be in the Great Clans, but they may... Maybe it was the other way around they are going to be. I mean, whatever it was, it doesn't hinge on the Mega Game results. They're in there or they're not. Even if Shigoku wins the Mega Game, the Spider are still out there as something that happened in the Empire, and, and Game Masters of course could introduce something like the Spider Clan regardless of when their particular campaign was set. The final book is the Imperial Histories, which breaks down ten timelines specific. Each one has a specific time period. A couple of them are alternate universe time periods. I imagine many people will be excited to dig into the Thousand Years of Darkness chapter. What chapter do you want to see? And, And... do not answer the alternate universe where the Rattlings are still alive. That's not the
2: I don't need an alternate universe. I can just go to the past. There's past ones where the Rattlings are still alive. Uh, I don't remember the full list. Is, uh, Rukugan 2000 in? Because that would be awesome. No. I assume not. No.
0: No. No. That's
2: the timeline I want to see.
0: Well, you'll have to go and talk to Rich Wolf about
1: that. <laughs> Good luck.
2: Okay. I'll go do that, then.
1: John, I've, I'd like to see what they do with the Clan Warrior, just to see if it's kind of a retelling of Time of the Void, or if it's something additional. Or, or you know, I, I like all my ancient history.
0: I, I don't, don't think good old days. Well, I don't think you're thinking ancient enough here. I think, I mean, most of the settings. I are mean, there was there's stuff like Dawn of the Empire, the Battle of the White Stag era, and I don't know if they. I don't remember if they break down the settings enough. You know what we can do? We should use the magic of pause and the internet. Since I failed to use the magic of notes, I've now used the magic of pause and the internet. The five announced eras are the Dawn of the Empire, the Era of the White Stag, the War of Spirits, Heroes of Rokugan, Champions of the Sapphire Throne, and Thousand Years of Darkness. The sixth setting is the one that they had the contest for. We don't know what that will be yet. It's something that was just created by a fan. So that leaves four unspecified settings. Those might be the more normal sorts of things like
1: Clan War, Gold, Bacon Throne. Right. I'm not this sure. This is the first right. time the Spirit Wars been referenced in a while, right? This may be
0: the most extensive fluff about the War of Spirits. They have to call it the War of Spirits, Sorry. not Spirit Wars. It, well, you can call it yeah. Spirit Wars. <laughs> it's not gonna get soon. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that that would be nice because the one RPG book that I would have liked to see that I'll never get to see is a Splat book on Spirit Wars. Like they had Fortunes and not Fortunes and Winds, the Four Winds and Vacant Throne and Time of the Void. I like those. I like the little recaps. You know, time goes by, you start to lose track of all the individual fictions that yeah. that all made up the, the plot arc that happened, and that'll be. Is nice. that right? There's a couple of good ones. War, I mean, just War of Spirits, just because yeah. we haven't really seen much about it.
1: Black Hole of Information. Right. Uh,
0: well, and it was just one expansion yeah, that exactly. covered 20 years. Heroes of Roku again, that'll be nice to see there. That's an alternate future, alternate presence. I
2: believe it's alternate future.
0: Yeah. Well, if it's, if it may be I alternate future, but not that far in the future. But Rob Hobart and them put a lot of effort into keeping the Heroes of Roku again. For those of you who don't. Do it. He- Heroes of Rokugan was a official, unofficial, That's you know, living Rokugan sort of thing. They did live action things at cons, and then they also wrote official modules, which you could then download and have your game master run. You know, you could keep your character from one <coughs> session to another. You could go to conventions, and they would run the different modules there, and you could pop around from time to time, but it was in its own uh, alternate setting. I know that in Heroes of again there never was a Spider-Clan, but there is a Tiger-Clan. Uh,
1: mm. <laughs> not, not Master Tiger's Clan, unfortunately.
0: Not Master Tiger's Clan, but... And then, like I said... No, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. just not Master I, Tiger's I Clan. Uh, <laughs> really? Really? I, although I was expecting at least you, UJ to make some oh, joke about it. Oh, point out
2: that Master Tiger clan was the Monkey Clan? Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I was... <laughs> too just,
0: obvious. <laughs> too too obvious? <laughs> when does that stop you from making a joke? Point. I would really like to see the Great Clans and the Imperial Histories. They're both... I guess like most L5 RPG books, they're mostly fluffy, which is what I want. Yes. dude. You start to suffer eventually from too much mechanics, and I know they're trying to keep that in check with 4th edition. Even when they introduce new things, it's going to be more about paths and not so many schools, especially not so many basic schools. But hopefully we'll get to see all of those in 2011. So like I said, everybody can come on the forums, and you guys can ask Sean what it is that you want to know about those upcoming releases, and hopefully he'll answer you instead of giving you big wait-and-see Images. He's never done that. The story team has been to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Please, please, Sean, tell me everything that's going to happen to my favorite character, even if it ruins the story for the next six months. You know, I I, I do wonder what the story team would use as their image if that card had never been printed. Wait and see.
0: He'd probably just have to say Say Type out, wait and see. I think he'd live. But, if you want to see how much you can torment him, go on the forums, ask him questions. Is eagerly awaiting them. And I think that's it for the RPG, so let's go on to the unboxing. Alright, now for the unvideo unboxing of the holiday pack. I think everyone here bought at least one, a few.
2: And if not, John made up for the rest of us.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think everybody. Well, I think, I think Trevor has bothered to open his yet. What with finals and all. But I have not opened mine. Uh, save it because if people are willing to watch video on YouTube of somebody opening up a phone, I, I guess we can. Oh, look. Peanuts! Woo. Lots and lots of peanuts. Oh, that's what I... That's what I heard for. Yeah, I was... Great radio here. Yeah. very with
2: great, the great radio. Peanuts. Yeah, so we can take um, that, that. Dragon!
1: What? Oh. I thought you'd have bought it. The, the dragon thing already. Sell out. I'm going sell out because I bought a dragon one. <laughs> <while.
0: laughs> <laughs> so, no, I have I had never bought the... Oh, you in, didn't. The fo- the dragon foil pack. Okay. You no, I never bought. even even for the, the Black Friday free packs and Free Pomos Day, the tower didn't get any dragon ones, but got oh. a stack of cranes. So I have a crane set of foils and deck backers and such. Wow. But let's see, we got ten booster
1: packs. That's the five, five in my tags war, for shipping. Three, oh, plague war. Fifty-five koku. Into uh, CE fifteen. Yes. If that's you know what is the best thing about these ten packs? Is they're worth fifty five Koku. No,
0: there's no Harbinger no in here. Oh yeah, <laughs> no Harbinger. <okay. No>
1: <laughs> Yay. Uh, hey, you could get pull another Tamago. Those things are actually pretty good. Another yeah, not. Sure, they are. He gets peeved. He does his business. business. He gives me fifteen dollars a pop. Really? Yes. You want to buy some of mine? Sure. Oh, awesome. You should just take that...
0: Take that stack. See if John'll give you ten percent of what he sells it for. Back and you'll <laughs> yeah, like it. I you
1: probably, probably would. would.
2: I have so much of that shit. Okay. Other side's easier.
1: Yeah, it opens. I've I've got the top okay. Top. There yeah. we go. I, oh,
2: I've got a candy
0: cane. Yay! Is it broken? It is not broken. Is an intact? You candy have one cane. or two. And oh, that's, right. the oh, that that's the mantis Clancy. in your in your base snapping your candy canes. <laughs> I like the business card. It's cute. Yeah, the resurrection ninja. <laughs> some it was a chick. No. <laughs> All right. Okay, we've got some. Oh, nice wrapping paper in here, even to to keep it steady. Oh, the dice bag. I forgot there was a dice bag in here. It's got Hante on it. Okay, now you you it's guys the, said that you didn't like the dice bag. I like the it, dice bag, but
1: who's that guy? Who's Hante, The Tommy. Yeah. Who plays him? Or his clan? People who play Myth. <laughs> he doesn't have a clan.
0: <laughs> you go back in time, and you play... No, well, that doesn't even really count. Yeah. There was there are Imperial factions, but they never haunt Imperial factions. It's Fulang Imperial Faction and Taturi Imperial Faction. Okay, nobody plays his clan. But that isn't... I figured that was kind of the point. It's the same bag that's going out to everybody, so it's it's the generic commie instead of... Oh, hey, Mantis player, you get Sheba. Have fun with that.
1: (laughs) The lion joke there, too, was so easy. (laughs) see.
0: Stack of tokens. It is not 20 Walking Dead tokens.
1: Right? Which would be useful. That would be nice.
0: Print more Walking
1: Dead tokens. Really? Yeah. I think I have a lot of those, too. We've got enough Walking Dead in the city. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, we do. Uh, I hate things. So death collector. Much.
1: I disagree. They're very cool. You know the. You can't mind disagree mind. with me hating <laughs> them. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> Trevor, I disagree <laughs> with the fact that you hate the Trevor. You love them.
2: Uh, just on, like Trevor, you all love on on they're not unreasonable.
1: You get the uh, the 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 pack of tokens from last year's Christmas pack. Oh ah. yeah. just looked at.
0: I didn't get last year's Christmas pack. Oh, well, there you go. So, although they
1: were, they still had
0: a handful of last year's Christmas pack on sale at Gen Con this year. Oh. Emerald Champions, yeah. Ready Blade, I've seen that. Hideshi's... Gar- oh yeah, I've completely forgotten on some of these. Oh, there's one Walking Dead. Yeah, you get that one. But Benica's Pride. I don't think that's that doesn't come up anymore, does it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, she makes. Oh, there's a the new one? Oh, the she still, one. She still, still makes, makes them. them. Now, she still makes players and their stories, but okay.
0: Ooh, shiny rings. Yeah.
1: Ring of Water is better when it's foil, right? Like it moves all, two units in?
2: All, all of them are better when they're foil. You, say, yeah, okay. Okay. you only have to get
1: four of the foil ones in play to win. In the <laughs> shiny
2: fan,
0: shiny holdings that used to be worth real money. Traveling peddler and Expendable Resources. Yes. Foil Alternate Art Barley Farms. Got, still got normal, I've still got some non-foil Alternate Art Barley Farms. I probably should have sold those at some point, huh? Yeah, they're not worth as much anymore. But shiny rings? Shiny rings are nice. Yeah. Oh, is this exciting radio, or what, guys?
1: Yeah. Yes, look, you can see me. Yes. Hear the rattle of the wrappers. You're going to love editing this sound down. Yes, you are. <laughs> Keep it all in. Oh, this is the dragon Land 12
0: back, I've got my, my shiny. Where is...
2: Yeah, I see the dragons my, on the farthest, back of them. My farthest
0: fortress is missing. Why is it in here? Because uh,
1: it, was <laughs> it wasn't printed yet. But I, I think that's 20? a terrible
0: excuse. Ugh. No good. Okay, now we have actual new promos, right?
1: Uh, some, it's new, some new, some recycled. There's a giant stack promo, too. So. It's okay. 50 promos.
0: 50 promos. Yeah. What do we have for 50 promos? And I'm not sure
1: when... One with one's thoughts. The uh, Plague War pre release promo. Okay, so that's already legal. Thank God it's a Daikoku's guidance. We don't have any of those around here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they all that came was from the South American championships. Level, level yeah, 10, and yeah, level not level ten, oh, level fifteen, 15 events. 15. And it's actually a playable card too. It's,
0: yes, it, it's it is. Playable. It's already yeah, legal. Yeah, after Yes, it, yes, it's hard it was legal on November fifteenth or something,
1: right? Yeah, I no, October, I've October first. I've seen it in people's playlists or uh, deck lists of things that they actually played at tournaments. Yeah, and I just now
0: had one. I guess it's good that there haven't been any storyline tournaments down here lately. Well, it's it's not a auto include or anything. It's free so it, money. It's, it's a, a decent, money. Money. Yeah, yeah. It's after hard. the Sanders play target of holding for those of you who haven't seen Daikoku's Guidance yet, because you don't have the holiday pack. The so Celestial. After this card enters play, target a holding. While this card remains in play, the holding produces one additional gold when bound to produce a gold cost. Mm-hmm. And you can discard the Celestial as a limited to bring a holding from your discard pile into play, paying three less gold. So more money, more problems. That yeah, seems like win all around. Yeah, it's it's a good card. Especially since you want to use it. Yes. You, yeah. you bring it in, you get a little extra money boost right away. And you ditch it. And then you ditch it for some holding that you jumped because you had more of your provinces getting clogged up right. with it. You can mix that in with your naval dragons or yeah. whatever yep. you're doing.
1: Alternate art Settling the Homeless. Same place as the boost uh, Guidance. Oh, level 15. Oh, Dacogu's Chauzu. Chauzu! I'm su- so surprised that they're giving out Temptations this way and as uh, for Koku. Well, those aren't real Temptations. They're not the uh, oh, Shrinderi yeah, Tumbo. Okay. Yeah, this, this was the,
0: hey, spider, if you donate more points to the Empire over the course of Kotei season, How you get this great. guy. He's pretty good. Empire Awaits. That uh, was, re-release re-release for for Harbinger. was a while ago. Uh, Subo the, the, the Drunk. Hat. Oh, there's your Festival of Coronations. For those of you who didn't bother to show up. At the 15th anniversary of... Or less it in your bag or and could. couldn't. <laughs> uh, that's okay. You shouldn't play it anyway. True. Uh, it is not worth a Dynasty slot to draw a card or take the
1: favor. Assess your foe. John, Peril. you see, where all these were? From the promo. Number? It came with a deck collector. Really? Yeah. It was a mispacked. Oh, it's because it, nobody plays it because it, it lets your opponent game draw game. cards right. too. It's meet at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old warlord reference there.
0: Grip of the Earth. Can maybe. anybody play with Phoenix? Play with Earth Shugenja? I haven't seen anybody playing with that. Other than the.
2: military decks. Are yeah. Okay. So no, nobody
0: plays with that. Overwhelming numbers. Uh, Participation card like tournament. It's yeah. like flanked by nightmares, except not or, or two, maybe. Second quarter, two thousand ten. Oh. It's got Harbinger
1: as the set, so yeah, it would have been from back then. Yeah, I've not seen half of these. I don't, don't know because you wouldn't <laughs> think no one who would play them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Superior sure opponent, that. that I've seen plenty of. Bottled yeah. Fire, Dagatsu's Wrath. Now that's actually new, right? Yeah. That's a well, it's a it's it's a for Koku card. It's a oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah, one of these ones. one the hundred Koku for one copy, two hundred fifty for a play set. Yeah,
1: they've
0: got several yeah. of 10 these Goku for a copy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I definitely took advantage of the Cyber Monday to oh, get me too. copies of some of these, which I'm guessing I now getting Multiple. additional copies of all of them. So Dagoth's Wrath is one of the target three different thematic keywords: mm-hmm. power units. And then Left Hand's Wrath does it for the Crane. Underhand's Wrath does it for the Scorpion. Veteran's Experience does it for the Crab. Yep. Are you not one of those clans? You're out of luck. I kind of figured there was going to be a cycle of those after they give you, like, four of them. I thought so, too, but apparently that's, that's it. Okay. lands, that was another Koku promo, right? Yep. Limited, created dude. Well, I'm your clan, action, I think. Yeah. 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 It's actually probably be better if it was not aligned with your faction. Because right? then you could unite it off of him. There's more stuff that looks for not fact. Not and yeah. not the same clan. Then there are things that punish
1: you for not the same clan. It's true. Clan conflict. Coastal waters. That's going to be the train card for mid, for the Koku in November. Oh, oh they yeah, got for get, yeah. yeah oh, program. yeah. Well, coastal waters is a region that. And then whoever wins for December gets the veterans experience thing. Oh. Then you kind of. Do get a clan specific? Yeah, yeah.
0: it's weird. Coastal waters is not going to get played. I mean, the desolate, the desolate plains that does the exact same thing and produces two gold for a certain class of personality yeah. doesn't get played. It's just too much of a slowdown when you have to attach the region, have it refill face down, and then wait, and then who knows, maybe it does or doesn't ever right. get. I mean, you really it, regions and events are sufficiently random that they really got to be good to get played, and this <laughs> is bad. Now fortifications, I think people will like. Is that new for this as well? Mister John, I keep track of everything. Okay, sorry, I know where everything (laughs) is. Wow, does it have something to do with the fact that you're a singles dealer? Nah, not at all. You just well, all the rest of us are just purists who seek nothing but the joy of. Oh, yeah. Competition and friendship,
1: and you care nothing for but but money, money, money. Well, I, I like the competition and friendship too, but I only get to do that once a month. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think
2: you've never again. <laughs> the other twenty nine days. No, of he likes
0: month. fake money. He likes imaginary money.
1: Yeah, there's a
0: difference. Uh, the quick goose. Fortifications cost zero. Cost and, zero. Plus and it'd be or oh, I think people like that. It's not necessarily worth the dynasty slot. I don't know, but it's not obviously junk. I don't no. Some of the other. Not obviously zone. junk. But I, like, I think ultimately you yeah, don't play it. Yeah. But, but like the card in IG3
1: that's the, the six, six yeah. for to produce four gold and plus one Bravo strength. Yeah, that's yeah and no. That's bad math. Yes. Oh. What's the next one?
0: Aoyama and Batoken. These are the yeah, prize cards. I guess plus two force while in the army with clan specific keyword. Yes. Yeah. And then Temple to kick tec- To kick gear. Yay! you want to pronounce that correctly for me? Can you do the clicks for the apostrophes <laughs> oh, oh, and stuff? T- temple of the Ratman. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad either, but it's it's been around for a while, but I don't yeah. know if I even have it. This one I remember was out there, but I don't know if it never came up that I needed them, and it was some...
2: Really only is good for trying to, trying to, uh, the Shrine of Champions yeah. honor, because it's a temple. Isn't there a Tsubo the Drunk in there somewhere?
0: Yes, there's a single Tsubo of the Drunk okay. in Yeah, there, there's a single... Oh, that's right, that's only one single Settling the Homeless. Yeah, there's a yeah. Subo the Drunk. I just skipped over him, because he... I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of random how they there's two there's Assess two of Your something. Foes,
1: and one Subo the Drunk. It's you missed the other random. little pack with, like, two Head of Fudo, two Heart of Fudo. Oh, I guess
0: if you don't... Sh- Death Collectors, Heads of Fudos, Heart of Fudos, Lavish Gifts, Spider Netsuke, in addition to the two stacks of tokens, there's another... All, you know, all Harold leftovers yeah. uh, promo set, okay. right, except for lavish gift. Yeah. You know so. too much about these covers. <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> I know <laughs> exactly where <laughs> every
1: project is. About you
0: should have done the unboxing. Or I'm sorry, yeah, yeah or, or maybe it would have been terrible if you did it because you're like, no, no, we all know exactly what these are. Why are we even talking <laughs> yeah. about these? I'm talking about these I, I, I Track these forever ago. I have pictures of the
1: money. By the oh, way,
0: never mind. Good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yes, you, you can, in fact, go buy these cards from John right now. Just just after I told you about how lame that, they are. Yeah, the, uh, uh. the the prices on them
1: are outrageous. Was there anything other than Daikoku's Guidance? Is there anything that we're excited about? No, we just need that guidance bad. Yeah, Daikoku's Guidance is good. The fortifications is not bad. If you look at it, if you're thinking about buying your your clan pack anyway, 20 bucks for that, plus... Ten boosters at, at basically three bucks a pop. Yeah, and there's it, your yeah. money, and you get your pro- promos. And, and for it's free. a stack
0: of promos that a lot of us didn't have before. Yeah. They may not be promos you're going to play, but that's often the case with promos. I, I Plus, said sure, before, I'm not really a big fan of really good promos yeah, that are no. somewhat hard to get.
1: Uh, I mean, Shadow so, Dragon, yeah. Back he, got, he got reprinted. Yeah, he got reprinted a few months later. <laughs> with the <ratta>. with yeah, <laughs> but thank the Yeah, f- thank God. Just the foil, I mean, people he who play broken. Enlightenment... Sorry. He was broken. He, <laughs> he was broken. He was, yes, he was, he was crazy. Busted, busted. his all ghetto. Um, but people who play Enlightenment are going to be happy with the foil rings. People who just, I mean, the foil people rings play are cool. Rings? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's right. yeah, that's the that's foil that's traveling peddler, that's yay, it's another way to get traveling peddler. Yeah, not was
0: my third expendable resources. Should I there ever want have. to put three of them in a deck? I now have them. You can play Breeder.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I play three of them in a deck in Breeder.
1: Yeah. Three singular card. Without it, you don't win the game with it. Yeah,
0: I've played with three of a singular card before. It, it, usually it needs to be a card that I absolutely want to see it. as soon as possible. or remember back in, in Diamond, I Shrined a Daikoku. Oh, yeah. So oh, speaking yeah. of yeah. Daikoku you increasing made. your... Yeah. Well, it was a second. It was a second clan holding, and I played it a, a, near the, especially near the end of the arc. I was down to a dragon deck that was House of Dow military dueling, and everybody in it was a gold. Yeah, and I had to be able to buy two guys on turn two to be able to threaten provinces for the deck to work. So everything about the money in that deck was focused on trying to get two holdings that produce three. three to yeah. buy a guy to go with the box plus tips Dude. and favors right. that, that would buy the the other guy. And so I tried to, like, cool. Well, those were expensive. They were. I think they eventually were reprinted in training grounds. So they I were. What I, I remember those
1: being at least 25 bucks a pop before 20, they, a they showed up in the training grounds. Training grounds and course. even then, I mean, if if I'm selling cards for, you know, 20 bucks a piece, and I have three of them, and then, you know, Get a few training grounds. Now I've got nine copies, selling them at ten bucks a piece. Instead, I'm, I'm it not. Still works out for you. Yeah. You.
0: You just have an entirely different perspective. <laughs> I'm sorry. Acquisition of cards. It's hilarious. <sighs> okay, that was the unboxing. So before we close it off, that was not our most boring segment ever.
1: Possibly. Unless you count my old man rant a couple of episodes ago, that was probably pretty boring. No, I liked that better. I that
2: sounds think. like a challenge. Still more boring i yes, good
1: that since you mentioned that.
2: <laughs> no, no,
0: I certainly don't deny our ability to do something more boring. I just <laughs> somehow thought that it would be more, more interesting that there'd be more to talk about with the, uh, the new-ish promos, except... They're not new-ish. Well, I, they started previewing some, and I thought there were going to be more that we hadn't seen before. No. So... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you get to start this one, Trevor. Start what? This episode, you know. Come on, you you saw the
1: Mantis skit. You can do it for Thunderstone too. I can call some people up. <laughs> I don't, I don't do
2: things like that. I so, love yelling
1: out, HO!
0: Oh! <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> so, we were at our friendly local gaming store, the Tower Games, today, and I saw that they had the brand new expansion of Thunderstone, the Doomgate Legion, but we don't have that to talk about today because I just got rid of the elements, which was the last <laughs> expansion. So we're going to talk about Wrath of the Elements instead. Strange which,
2: Assembly for your cutting-edge news. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Well, well, time is
2: relative. Well, there you go. <laughs> you
0: you exciting Strange Assembly listeners, if you really want us to talk about <laughs> a game,
2: you, you, you know, are
0: quite free to mail us a copy of it and we'll talk about
1: uh, it. Oh, don't do say that. Everybody's going to send us their... C- hey, man, would you check out this CCG I'm doing? No. <laughs> My like trash
2: can well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Who's random people?
0: Who, who, who does random CCGs?
1: It takes money to, to, to do a you be surprised CCG. that I, I... Yeah, I get... I, I've had a couple of emails, actually, within the past couple of weeks from old L5R players. Would you like to look at this new CCG I'm like, dude, I barely have enough time to play five. Or oh, wait, let me, let, me, let me
0: clarify. I'm not requesting people... I'm not saying people should send us copies of their I typed it up on my computer at home and it doesn't exist game. That I'm not going to talk about. Okay.
1: That's (laughs) what I was saying. Be careful what you wish. No,
0: no. Well, this conversation has so much to do with Thunderstone. (laughs) Sorry. Thunderstone Wrath of the Elements is an expansion for the original Thunderstone, which is a deck-building game. I have no idea how many other people listen to them, but have you ever heard of the Myriad of Games podcast? They picked Thunderstone as their 2010 Game of the Year. Nice. Cool. Very cool. So, but Wrath of the Elements has new heroes. It has new, Okay, maybe we should back up. For those of you who have not played the actual Thunderstone before, or like Trevor, never ever want to hear people talk about <laughs> playing Wrath of the Thunderstone anymore. <laughs> uh, Th- Thunderstone is a deck-building game which is you start with a small deck of basic cards, you acquire more cards during the course of the game from a common pool and you bring the, and you add those to your deck. Uh, in, in Thunderstone, it is a fantasy themed game. You go to the village to acquire new heroes and new weapons and new items and such. And then on later turns, you can go to the dungeon and kill monsters, which turns you victory points, which wins you the game. Wrath of the Elements, as one would expect, has new hero cards and new village cards and new monsters to add in. It also introduces traps that your characters can run into in the dungeon, and it introduces a new class of monster <coughs> called Guardians who have some special rules. They can actually effectively come out of the dungeon oh, yes. and and smash
2: the villagers
0: and smash them. Yeah, they'll you know destroy two cards off the top of all the the village stacks, that sort of thing. Wrath of the Elements also comes with a better box. Let's face it, one of the down points of the original Thunderstone was that the packaging was not that great. The box was awkward. The dividers between the different cards which you're, or you want to have so you could pull out which different ones you're going to play with during the game were barely distinguishable from the normal cards, and so they didn't work very well as dividers but Wrath of the Elements has new, brand new dividers that work very well. It's got a box that is big enough for everything in the expansion and everything in the original game, and I'm guessing everything from at least one more expansion as well. I'm not sure how many. Possibly another two expansions, which is nice. And I've also played Dominion, and they've got those nice molds to put the cards into, but... There's no real good way to combine your different Dominion things into one box, and so you either have to just throw it into a generic card box, or else carry around four or five different expansions all in their own boxes. Yeah. So I I, I like the way that Thunderstone is doing that better. But we played with some of the Wrath of the Elements cards again, and since John had never played Thunderstone at all before, why don't we? Why don't you tell people what you thought about it, John?
1: Um, I do like the, the card-building games. I actually played Dominion with y'all a couple of times. So, I mean, the learning curve for the game is not that bad. Y'all were able to explain how to play the game to me while we played, and, and I wound up winning the game that we played. So, you know, it's 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 an enjoyable game, and, and the fact that uh, it's easy to, to just jump into um, I don't have the original set to compare the expansion to, but during the game, um, y'all were saying how the monsters in just the expansion are a little more difficult to beat. Uh, the, the guys who pop up in the dungeon um, are, are, you know, they seem to be more challenging uh, because of the, you know, you have to have a certain amount of strength to be able to attack them or or it's just a magical attack will attack them. And then, I think another thing that y'all mentioned was the fact that you really don't want to just play with the expansion. You want to pull cards from the original set and the expansion just to uh, to even things out a bit. But, other than that, I mean, it's... It, I, I enjoyed my experience. That's good. Jack? <laughs> I, I enjoyed it
2: too. I thought the expansion added new things. Though, I mean, yeah, you're right. The, there are really some certain things in the base set that you kind of want. The weapons are not... The, the weapons that, and heroes that are available leave a little something to be desired, just because, I mean, the, there was one weapon that was really nice, but there was only one hero that could use it. Also, uh, at the high end, there's not a huge amount of options in either one, so you want both of them? At the point in
0: time when we talked about the original Thunderstone, I think that was something we commented, is that the original Thunderstone comes with one high-option, high-value village card, Fireball. Right. And Wrath of the Elements comes with one high-value village card, Creeping Death. But I, I think you'd agree you don't want both of those in at the same time. It takes a while till you can get up to those numbers. True. But it is nice to have... An option. Yeah, the expansion and the base set, and you can choose which one to put in. I I agree with both of you that you don't want to just sit down and play with the expansion card. That's sort of my first instinct when I get something like this, is, oh, let's play one game where everything is the expansion cards. And I actually thought that the heroes were reasonably okay. I mean, yeah. there's there's a generic-ish fighter guy, yeah, I and, the was, thief, and a, a thief, and a wizard. And a rogue, <laughs> and a couple of more specialized. There's a blind monk type who's you know a fighter and a cleric and there's a another one that's a wizard and a thief. Yeah. I think. So there's some good combinations of that. But yeah, there were definitely some more basic cards that you might want to have in, especially the weapons, yeah. I think, that were that were in there. The base set has magic sword and short sword and spear and just the expansion by itself doesn't have things like that it adds in more combo sorts of things there's a bow that combos back with the archer character with the archer hero mm-hmm. from the original set and i think that works out well but yeah i think you i think jay what you may have been talking about was that there's a weapon that's claymore yeah. that somebody has to have i think a strength, strength to use right. and
2: even the no, none of the heroes even war.
0: printed of age but it's, right. it's also a beast of a weapon once you have it getting so well, I yeah, think that's no, kind it, of it's
2: a nice balancing point but yeah at the same time it'd be nice to have some v- variety of weapons available to you so have the claymore and then have some of the base set weapons too
0: yeah yeah but there are definitely some some interesting cards i liked some of the village options i don't know how good tavern brawl is but people seem to like the tavern brawl is a village card that when you go into the village you get to play the tavern brawl and you get to and make somebody else start flipping the top of their deck over so they get to a hero you've discarded a hero and if your hero it could beat up their hero yeah. and it, it lets you knock a hero out of somebody else's deck from the the village which is a nice little bit of, of interaction i think that there's more interaction of that sort, but there's Yeah, more... there
2: really was not much interaction in the base set, and this added several pieces of interaction.
0: Yeah, that was a Gangland? Outlaw, Gangland Rogue, whatever it was, the thief that you yeah. liked, Jay. But when he gets to the high-level version, he can make your opponent's discard <laughs> cards out of their hands. I think there might be one that lets you junk weapons, toss weapons out of your opponent's hands when he's a level 3, or he takes them and gets to use them in the dungeon. Right. So there's more interaction on that. I know it's not if you're like Trevor and you just feel that this sort of deck building game is, is too much solitaire, I don't think that's going to solve your your issues with it. But there there is more interaction, and not, but not too much interaction. As I've said before about some of the deck building games, the, the interaction can oh. very easily take the form of just I drill things out of everybody else's hand all the time and right. then I mean, bog the, the game down. The, right? the
2: problem with something like this is because you're just at the end of the day, you just need victory points. But a lot of the interaction really is just screw everybody else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like the the big the money card from the expansion is when you run the dungeon, give everyone else a curse card. Disease, disease I'm disease. sorry, disease, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> give everybody else a negative card.
0: Right. Yeah. But but they don't do that. I like the I like the Ambrosia card. Mm-hmm. The the victory point, and everyone gets more strength, and
2: everyone
1: gets more attack. Village card
2: that didn't seem to be a good card. I don't think yeah. anybody
1: anywhere, anytime, you can buy victory points. This mm-hmm. seems like yeah,
0: yeah. I was surprised in our the, the game that we played. Magic missile was out, and it took forever for anybody to bother buying one. Maybe that was... was I think that, that was because... Was that the one we had the monster in rank one that nobody could beat and said, I don't work with spell I don't work spell yeah, against yeah. spells? Yeah, but that was the, the second thing that I think both of you had mentioned that I would agree with, is that not only do you want to mix up the village cards, but if you have all wrap-of-the-elements monsters,
2: yeah, the, your the game's log- going to take
0: a while. Yeah, because yeah, the,
2: there are too many monsters in there that just have specific conditions to be able to to either A, beat them, or B, realistically beat them. Yeah. Like, there, there's one uh, that if you didn't have, uh, was it, elemental in your hand, it was yeah. basically double strength.
0: Yeah, it was... So there uh, were all
2: these times where we were, like, one point shy of killing it, but...
0: Yeah, there were What are the monster classes? There were pain elementals, nature elementals, golems, and the horde. Which is a new kind of monster.
2: That was cool. Yeah, the
0: Horde, you basically have two stacks of cards. You put the generic Horde cards into the dungeon, and then you have a a set order of more specific Horde cards going from the weaker Horde monsters to the stronger Horde monsters. And whenever you pull up one of the generic cards, you just put the next one on. So it starts with a three health guy, and then a four health guy, and then a five health guy.
1: And so. I actually found that kind of weird. It was just. I mean, all of the all it did was the there were eight of them. They went from three to ten sh- health, but I mean, and of course they were worth different victory points and different x- XP. But that was it. Seems like they would have done something. Well, I think, they're x- com- I think
0: there's enough complexity in that. That's one of the things that one of the reasons why the other monsters are harder is because they're trying to do different things with them. And most of the ways to distinguish the monsters, other than just giving them more health, are ways that it's harder to um, to to beat them, if you think about it. I, I think the Horde works out reasonably well, especially since it, it provides a nice pacing. Right. That one, I mean, one of the can... things that can happen, even if you have normal monsters, they're not all rather the elements monsters, that you just flip up a bunch of tough stuff at the beginning, right. and then it can take a while before people can build their decks up enough to kill anything. Yeah. You were going to say something. I was there. going
2: to say exactly that. Oh, there you that, go. I mean, I think one of the nice things about the Horde is that because it is slowly building, that in the early game where you've just got militias and daggers, people can still theoretically take them out. They don't have to spend four or five turns building up slowly before they can actually take any monsters out.
0: Yeah, and
2: I, I did think that the
0: some of the new monsters were reasonably favorable. I particularly liked the Golems, yes. which are... if you ever played D&D, they're very reminiscent of D&D. Each of the Golems, your characters have to have a certain amount of strength to be able to fight the Golem at all, which kind of represents the sort of damage resistance that those guys already had, always had. And then you get up to the super tough Golem, and he also just ignores magic, which again is the sort of thing that Golems mm-hmm. did. And So I... I, I, I particularly liked opening and, and seeing those cards in there. I thought they were very resonant for the sort of fantasy milieu that the Thunderstone is is going for. Mm. Okay. Well, unless anybody else had anything they needed to add in. No, I didn't mean Trevor. That was that was actually a legitimate question, John, not not trying to, to snipe at Trevor. So that's Thunderstone. After the elements, it's 30 bucks. You should be able to get it at your store. It's it's popular enough that I think most gaming stores would just have it yeah. in stock. Uh, it is an expansion, so you know you have to go buy the normal Thunderstone first. But this has a few hundred more cards in it, more heroes, more villages. And if you already have Thunderstone, I think it is good to pick up oh, yeah. just to give yourself some more right. options.
2: Yeah, you've been so, playing
0: the
1: base game. Go get the expansion.
0: Yeah,
2: for the go, box of you, nothing you, yeah, else. Go,
0: yes. go, go get both expansions, and then send me a copy of the brand new one because I don't have it yet. This is the Strange Assembly News Desk for December 21, 2010. It's been announced that the Dead of Winter will have new packaging where the booster boxes will be packed similarly to the Battle of Cutentonbow boutique product where you can open the booster box up and use it as a storage case. There's expected to be an unboxing video of that on the AEG website at some point. It has also been announced that January 18th is the release date for the Dead of Winter. Uh, Strange Assembly is also happy to hear that AEG has announced a new deck-building game, a PvP deck-building game called Nightfall, featuring your vampires and ghouls and werewolves and such. In tournament news, the Jade Championship's honor event was won by Fernando Piqueras, with the Unicorn, who kept the honor points. The Toulouse Level 10 event was won by Johann Sliva, playing Crab, who chose Hida Ikarakanai to be named by Mia Shoen as one of the Urawashi. And the November Honor Contest was won by Bayushi Sabuti, who donated points to the Empire on behalf of the Spider. There have been two recent fictions. The first, Scars, by Sean Carmen. Published December 13th, 2010, in which Yogo Rieko comes to grips with the aftermath of her battle with the God Beast, and emerges heartened by Yogo Koji. She then sets off to assist Motohote with his search for Chiang. The second was Burn by Rusty Prisk. Published December 18th, 2010, in which Miramoto Mikio and Miramoto Tomoyuki face the Dark Oracle of Fire, who taunts them more than just a little bit. Tomoyuki falls before Chisai, as does the nearby Miramoto Washizuka. However, Kei Lung, having accepted the bearer of the Jade Hands offer, ensures that Mikio survives. That's it for the Strange Assembly News Desk for December 21, 2010.
2: So are there two weeks left until the end of this mega game? Who cares? Bad
0: with time. Well, that was a little getting to the point, Jay. So,
1: are there two weeks?
0: Well, it's December eighteenth, and the last thing is.
1: Yeah, yeah, two weeks, and
0: I think the December honor, the last December honor contest thing, is due on January
2: third. Or you know, before January
0: third. Well, yes, assuming they <laughs> post it on time. Well, I was going to say it would be due before January third. So yeah, that New Year's weekend should be the last thing, because people get a lot of work done that weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but that means for, that
2: probably take a few weeks for the for them to tell you the points, what well, with the hangovers and all.
0: As we sit here, things that you can still do to influence the mega game are. Go to Chicago. Go to Chicago on New Year's Day. Uh, Donate
2: several thousand Koku. Well, you
0: can't even just donate. You have to already have the Koku in your Imperial Bank account. True. several thousand
1: is not going to cut it.
0: Well, several thousand could make a difference as far as where your clan ends up in those standings. Or you can solve some crossword puzzles. Assuming you've solved them over the last two weeks, because if you missed the first two weeks, you're already out of it. And made no mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There was at there least some people who got it perfect in the first week, and I don't have any reason to think that they won't continue to get it perfect in the rest of the week. So you may already be out of it if you didn't get it perfect in the first two weeks.
1: Right? Again, we're, we're very up to the times, people. Very true. It's really helpful. Three weeks ago, I,
0: I think that even came up on the uh, in the last episode. Yeah. That hey. The December honor contest is a game. But if you didn't already know that, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had that month off yeah, for yeah. me to Details. go spend time with things that aren't L5R. Oh,
2: They have those now?
0: Yes, they have those now. We just talked about one of them.
2: That counts.
0: That's not really the same thing as, as, yeah. as leaving town and visiting family now. No, now, but... Uh, so I guess there's two things that we want to talk about in this mega game focus sort of thing, and, and one is what matters of the mega game of what's left. I mean, how many clans are actually in a position where something that could still happen could matter? Spider and Crane, and, and there's a couple more I think, but not not a lot. Not that really matter. No, not that really matter. And it, when we're standing here in a position where I guess my idea was that we would be able to talk about the mega game a little bit without knowing exactly what the outcome is, except there's really only two things that we don't know the out I guess there's three things we don't know the outcome of, and they're the more important things, but before we know the results to kind of talk about what we thought about this mega game versus the last mega game. And I guess Jay already (laughs) hit the main point of that is, which I guess, regardless of what we think about the details of particular aspects of this mega game versus the Race for the Throne mega game, it certainly seems to be the case that we're getting near the end of this mega game, and I haven't felt it's been a couple of months since I felt like people cared that much about what was going on in the mega game, other than whether or not the Spider were going to become a great clan, and maybe. Whether or not the spider or the crane got the imperial heir. Still the baby. And yes. And given that fact, it seems like you almost have to conclude that this mega game has not been as successful as the last one. Cause certainly keeping a high level of fan interest has got to be a primary criteria of success in this sort of thing. Well,
2: well to be fair, didn't the last mega game end right after Gen Con? Whereas this one is no. wrapping up in the doldrums. No, style. the last game ended November. in November. Oh, did it? Well, and I think that
0: right there is one difference. The last Mega game ended with a global storyline tournament. Right. So every L five R player could still go out on yeah, the last
1: weekend of the Mega game and participate. And it made actually made a difference then. So
0: and, and it made a difference. That's kind of interesting. Part of me wants to say this sort of instinctive thing is oh. It seemed like there was so much more up for grabs in the last mega game when you got down to the end, but ultimately that may have been part of just circumstances. I mean, there were six prizes to be won, one prize to be avoided, and in this, and you could theoretically have clans that just got shut out of everything and had nothing to play for at the end. On the other hand,. Yeah, but like
2: Phoenix. Like Phoenix. Yes. Well, Phoenix
0: had to play for not wanting to be eliminated if they didn't want to be eliminated, although there were certainly a decent number of Phoenix who wanted to be eliminated because yeah, at least something awesome. would have happened. And I imagine... We could
2: have s- made our own clan.
1: I, I imagine over the
2: Ivory Kingdoms before you guys got into it, it. No, we'll no you'd be that. in the fingers
1: yeah. of bone right now. Do you want another Man is Phoenix War? I mean... that no, depends. Man. Is
0: one of you actually going to win this time? No.
2: Can we at least do something, not just be like, oh yeah, you guys are attacking us. Uh, shield's still holding, we're You're, good.
0: You, you get to fight Shasai now, and Yogan Jin. You're allowed to actually win or lose oh, against good. them.
2: How's our shield, is our shield still holding there?
0: You don't have a shield this time. Yeah, shield generators are down. Where's
2: our shield? Damn it. Uh,
0: <laughs> it works against the Mantis, but not against half-naked dudes who are on fire. Oh, okay. running down from the mountains.
2: Also, Imperial Walkers get past it.
0: But, theoretically, in this, every clan always has something to play for. I think was the theory of this, because you know each clan is individually trying to get out of failure and into costly victory, but I think that first, we've gotten to a point near the end here where there are a lot of clans that really can't go up or down. You're, you're stuck, right. and... Even though the prizes are in some sense bigger, I mean whether or not your clan gets decimated right, by the it's destroyers a little too
2: nebulous to really latch onto. Yes. Whereas being being the imperial advisor or the voice is something you can latch onto. And yes, we're the voice. Not, yeah. not getting screwed, just a little too nebulous.
0: Yeah, I guess I would have thought that success or failure would be something that. People latch onto more, yeah. But you're right; they don't. They don't seem well, to have. And I think you're right. It's because it's not a very specific, concrete.
2: Well, I, I think prize. the difference between success and failure people can latch onto, but the difference between costly victory and less costly victory, or failure and total failure, that's much more nebulous. And so it's hard to be like, let's not be failure. Let's only be kind of failing. Yeah,
0: and I think ultimately. It's been too hard to get from cost of victory, solid victory. This game is going to end. No one is going to get solid victory in anything. I mean, certainly not total victory. No. We're probably going to have one clan end up in total failure in anything. It's going to be, what's the difference between failure and costly victory? And how long are we going to have to wait to see what exactly that is? There may end up being a big difference, but... They're not going to know about it for who right. knows That's how long thing. after you the have, Mega Game is over.
2: They've never before really had that much of a failure. I mean, the only things that I can think of off the top of my head in the history of the game that I would say are real failures to the clan were not in the hands of cl- the, the players. Those being the two times they disbanded the Scorpion. <laughs> I mean, I think part of it, too, is that the, the failure, nobody really fears that because they don't know what it is. Why not? And I don't think
0: anybody thinks it's gonna be anything like disbanding the clan. Right. I mean, they had disbanding the clan in the last mega game, we saw how well that went. Again,
1: this year fold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am single-handedly responsible for So you
2: admit dra- it. Yes.
0: I admit it. I do in fact, by myself not only control <laughs> the entire Dragon Clan player base, but also all of the non-Dragon players who busted their humps on that one weekend. Some of them because they liked the dragon, some of them because they didn't want to see the scorpion take half mm. of the positions, which they were close to doing.
2: Yeah. I was wondering why you look so much like Satsu.
0: <laughs> yes. Except that I have some hair <laughs> and I do wear glasses. We can fix this. And usually <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Trevor? You go to Topaz, you come back with a Jogoku victor- victory, and then you can talk about what you can or can't change. <laughs> I'll
1: give all my glory to
0: Chico, that's not a problem. <laughs> but, and that is another thing. It's, I think another sign of how l- little engagement there is in the overall mega game is that what people are focusing on is not what their own clan are, is or isn't doing. It's what's supposed to be this side in one clan event with whether or not the spider become a great clan or or whether or not they go to Jogoku. And it, it makes sense that people care about that. Nobody knows what this nebulous failure versus costly distinction means, costly victory distinction means, but everybody knows that there's this big, huge difference between Spider-Clan, or there's supposed to be this big, huge difference, between Spider-Clan becoming a great clan, and the return to smash them, smash them horde tactics. But not the real horde. But picture. but Cali Ma's horde or yeah. whatever you want to call it instead of I there's been so much the furry faction. Whatever. I don't know how many times <laughs> I've seen a pro Jigoku player bashed on the forums by somebody who talks down to them as if the Jigoku player has no earthly clue what is going on with yeah. the contest and is
1: only supporting Jigoku because they just don't get it. Right. No, they do get it this way but there's like ten of them. <laughs>
0: Yes, but there are influential ten. Well, there are ten who's able to win tournaments. Yes, I'd say this all matters, but no, it only matters
1: but half the time.
0: That's actually another difference between this mega game and the prior mega game, which I think I'm not sure, but I think also has something to do with how much community excitement there is about it. Is that this mega game is much more focused on tournaments. Yeah. than the prior one was. I mean, you've got Honor, which uh, obviously is through something other than playing CCGs, but there's only just the one Honor category instead of four different non-CCG categories, and I think a much higher portion of the Honor points... In this tournament versus all the other non, in, sorry, in this mega game. or from tournament participation. Yes, yeah. or from stuff that's, I mean, you literally yeah, have, you have tournament to attendance. attendance. Yeah. But yeah, just things where you're showing up at the tournaments and doing the costume contest and doing the, the theme decks or whatever, and a lot less stuff where you, you send it in. We've got these monthly honor contests, and one monthly honor contest that hundreds of people may enter, so the total points, for the first. Yeah, four two one one. Whereas you have some of the, if you get, you know, if you were lucky enough to live near one of the small jewel events, you might have you know thirty people show up at one of those. You get eight, and it's yeah, like eight four two two. That's just for the honor events, and that's in addition to the eight four two two one 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 for the, glory you know, for the glory points. So, I think I, I'd say like when the next mega game is. I hope there's a next mega game. I really like the mega yeah. game concept, but I. I think that the next mega game should. I mean, maybe it has to pick a happy media, but should be more, more you non know, yeah. CCG than this one was. And I, well, I. I think they're right that the first one was too long, but I think that the model for the first one worked better.
2: Right. I mean, I, I, would re- I really hope that they can, with the next mega game, figure out a good way to bring back the Temptations, because I thought that was. To me, that's part of why people are less enthused about this game than the last one, is you would have these temptations fairly regularly that you would get to do something.
0: Yeah, the sort of decision that you had to make in this one was donate points or not donate your points right. to the Empire. But that, for exactly. most of it, that very quickly became a non-decision. It, yep. I think it ended up being the bad sort of tension. It, it reminds me, I actually do try to read on on Mondays and Fridays, Wizards, Mark Rosewater and, and Tom LaPille or something, post the design articles and the development articles for how they do magic, which I, I find interesting just because I find game design interesting. And that is one of, if not... I don't know if that's the most successful game going right now, but it's certainly one, one of them. them. And and I think that it's interesting to see their comments into how they look at players and what players want and what players think about. And one of the things that Mauro has talked about is tension. And they're talking about it within the context of an individual card. It's when you print a card that has... You know, if you print a creature that has a high power and so you want to attack with it, but then you give it an ability that makes you not want to attack with it, that creates tension in the card, and especially at Common, where you're seeing the card is more casual importance, they often try to avoid putting too much tension, too many cards that have tension like that, because players just don't like them as much. It's... They don't want to have to choose... It gives them something that they don't like about it, and it doesn't really add much to the card. There's something better to put in that slot in the set... And I guess it it feels like the donation options have ended up like that to some extent. I mean, you had this choice in there, but it it very quickly became a non-choice. And when it was still up in the air more, there was a lot of rancor about it. And it ultimately doesn't seem to have contributed much to the contours of the race beyond its involvement in the spider competition. And then the one clan, other than Spider, who actually Bob decided that they wanted to shoot for donating points, yeah, instead of for, for keeping them, because everybody else, that there there was no point to half measures in that, right? I, it, especially in honor, it very quickly became clear that race that it was a two horse race. Yeah, there was no way you you as some individual player were never going to make a difference, and the empire didn't need your points anyway, because there were two clans that were actually gunning for it. And they already were providing enough honor points, whereas in Glory, you didn't have that. But it still didn't feel like there were any tension. It just felt like you got to the individual player, and either they they were in a clan that was safe, and so they could, and if they cared, they could donate their points, or they didn't really care about the clan anyway because it's this nebulous result, and a lot of people didn't care that much. But they wanted to make sure that the you know the empire got over that hump, so they they made sure to give it to the empire. Either way, it just didn't seem to produce the same kind of good tension that I thought that the Temptations did. Right. So, Trevor, what do you think about all this junk? Give stuff to the Empire? What? They really do. You see these 124 Great Clan spider points? That's a lot of people giving stuff to the Empire. Yeah. 112 crane honor point donations, 107 spider honor donations. The next big is just crab at 36. (laughs) They're close. Just triple it. And the crab are more than double the next clan after them. After that, you get to Scorpion have given 16, you have about four clans who have given 15, and then uh, the phoenix have coughed up 10. And nobody needs to, to cough up any. The empire's fine let's look at who actually does care about what's left in the Empire. Now the... And let's just go over to the problems. So I've got the, the exact numbers of what we actually know. The last official update was on December 1st. You can, I think, basically put in firm one of the two attendance contests, which is... Worlds. Well, yeah, which is the, the individual tournament where you had the biggest... which clan had the biggest participation. And for every single clan... That is the second chance event at Worlds, and the smallest individual clan participation is 19. Topaz is the only event left. I think it's unlikely that... I don't know if any clan will get 19 at Topaz, and if they do, it's not going to be... It's not going to be crab. It's going to be spider. Yeah, it's going to be spider or something. Yeah, crab crab is the one that's in last. I guess it's been a while since I... whatever it was that I broke those down, but I think crab is, relatively speaking, substantially less popular in Europe than it is in in North America. Yeah. And since it's the European-located world champions, that chips that produce those biggest turnouts, that maybe White Crab has the lowest, even though, I mean, if you look at, at overall attendance, mantis are doomed. <laughs> but there's also a lot of events that you can kind of predict out. There probably won't be a, a ton of movements in the overall attendance. You've got about four clans from two through five that aren't that far away, and they could shift a little
1: bit, but that's at most somebody moving three honor points up or down. Yeah, Dragon Quilly at first.
0: Yeah. And then yeah. slowly they
1: have less, just no yeah. debate.
0: Th- those are gonna come in. The Koku Drive is gonna come in. We we know that some clans are gonna end up not doing well. Like I mean my clan Dragon, we already did our month, and we didn't have very much donations, partially because, I'm guessing because it didn't matter. Yeah. I mean, Dragon is a clan that can't go up or can't go down in honor. There's there's no getting out of the bracket that we're in. So I projected some numbers out for the Koku and for the tournaments that have happened since December 1st. Whatever we do know about the results. We don't know about uh, some of the results for those, so there's just no way to include those. But if you... Uh, for the Koku, I just assumed that Mantis are going to win I assume that Crane are going to get at least ten thousand from the Green Bay charity event. Green Bay had on December fourth and fifth they had a level ten event and a level fifteen event. And for the honor event, it was a charity drive, and whichever clan got the most would get a a koku donation. I think it was enough of a monetary that they they're given over ten thousand koku. But when you plug all that in, in glory. You have the crab and the dragon and the unicorn in costly victory. And everyone else is in failure. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, including the Empire. Everybody else is in failure in glory. Crab are doing the best, then unicorn, then the dragon. They're all about halfway between costly victory and solid victory. Even if they get no points at Topaz, they're not going anywhere. I mean, theoretically, they could all go up to solid victory. But you need a ton. That's not going to happen. Crane are in failure and halfway through. They're not going anywhere. Lion, uh, they might be able to sweep it and take it. Same with Mantis. They're not, but they're probably not going to go anywhere. Scorpion are a third of the way between failure and total victory. They're not going anywhere. And so what you have left that matters for Glory, other than obviously the Spider, Jigoku, or Empire donations could matter but phoenix are just in failure in glory so it very much matters to the phoenix to just pick up a few more points
2: go do it phoenix
0: the spider just because the spider need another thing that matters are just barely on the right side of failure versus total failure in glory and they're totally going to end up in they're going to end up in total failure because yeah. i don't think there's a spider player who's going to top eight at that and keep the points they're donating them whichever way they oh want, because the spider don't care. That's another... The spider contest has just overwhelmed everything else about it, and it's warped stuff about how it works. The spider players, and rightfully so, don't care whether or not their clan is in total failure or failure or costly victory, because what does it matter if you end up in total failure, but then Jigoku. I mean, you know, if you get solid victory, but then Jigoku wins. What does that even mean? And it's also messed up the incentives on the honor side too. I think that was one of the things that dissuaded other clans from going in on the honor contest was that because of Spider you knew you were going to have to go all in because Spider was going to be donating to the Empire to get great clan status. But anyhow, the other entity for which the points matter is the Empire. Right now the Empire is barely in failure. If the Empire does not get glory points at Topaz or if there were some glory points out there that we don't know about because there, there could be. Mm-hmm. There have been so Well, like I said, some of these tournaments are like half-reported results or they reported the winners and like for the Green Bay, when I know about, you know, Unicorn won, I think the level 15. They didn't say whether or not they donated. Unicorn have almost never donated in this, so I'm assuming that they're sticking with the clan, but I don't officially know that and we haven't. Been getting. We don't have any more up, any up, official updates that are more recent than December first. But even if the empire is barely in cost of victory now, if the empire doesn't get glory points at Topaz, it's going to end up in failure.
1: You can clap now, Trevor. All right, thank you. blah I? Make sure it happens.
0: Yes, you've got way too many interests going on, and that's and 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 that's the thing. I I sit there and I I should care more. As a player, I would think about whether or not the Empire succeeds or fails, but I'm mostly concerned about whether or not Spider are going to be a great clan or not. Because yeah. I don't even know what it... I don't know, what does it mean if the Empire fails in this? We're to <laughs> find out. I, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. I mean, has the Empire... I mean, failure and costly victory seem so... They're so vague and somewhat similar, even. I, right. I win, but it hurts. Or I—I I mean, there's a difference. Or, or Sorry, I, skill, I, I mostly up. win. You know, total failure or something. But you know, but they're not going to finish in total failure. I mean, just fail? Because takes over the empire, or does it mean that she gets beaten back? But now there's destroyers running around all over the place, killing people still.
2: I, the out assassinate Awako. Oh snap! You know the thing you would hate the most. I, I think Chris feels like that about that, about how Trevor would feel if the lion assassinated the Bantus. We got
1: nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, Trevor and I feel about that about the same way Jane would feel if they killed all the ratlings. Holy oh Chris, that <laughs> happened! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you're saying it's going to happen? Okay. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, the Colan Assassin of the Empress would be pretty mega-lame. Yeah. Topaz is all about but. the spider, and maybe some about whether or not people give some points to the Empire. To I mean, we sitting here apparently aren't that invested in whether or not the Empire succeeds or fails, except Trevor's sort of invested in it failing.
1: Well, but okay, I think are a lot of... Points of make negative points to the Empire, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take them away. All,
0: all, all you can do is give them to not-Empire. Pretty easy to give them to not-Empire. <laughs> So, that seems to be what's left up in the air on the glory side. On the honor side, the Empire is out of it. I mean, the Empire was so close to solid victory on the honor side, but it got bombed out by, or it's going to get bombed out by it's the attendance contents. Yeah, the, the two attendance contests. The
2: contests that can't be donated. The two, yeah.
0: And the two cocoon, That's Nuts, 180 points that can't go to the Empire. The Empire, uh, and the official tally right now, is, is just short of solid victory. By the time you add in all those, it's about halfway between solid victory and cost of victory. Empire's not going anywhere in those. Based on my vague ish estimates, and there are there are even fewer honor points. If you I mean if once the Koku's already in, and it's mostly already in, you got it in your bank account or you don't, what's left? There's the eight points from the honor contest and December from, 16, from the December honor contest and sixteen at Topaz and Yep. Uh, Twenty-four-ish, maybe left. Uh, yeah. Crabs not going. Crabs in failure. They're not going anywhere. Cranes in failure. They're not going anywhere. Dragons in costly victory. Dragons not going anywhere. Line is in total
1: failure. Still. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry.
2: I, I don't think it's funny. A little.
0: It's
1: funny. A little. Total but failure. Not, in honor for the lion. It's pretty, pretty funny. funny. It's funny.
0: <laughs> but more importantly to me, it's the only thing where anybody's going to be in something other than failure or costly victory.
1: Gonna fail. Do it right.
0: I, I I wish I want something different to happen. I want more variety of results. This well, let me is what the all only...
2: these other things are.
0: Well, I guess the spider could end up in total failure, but no one cares. Yeah, we can uh, Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's going to happen? They have to give the sparrow back. But so the line are are barely in total failure. The mantis are going to be solidly in costly victory. The phoenix are not very far into costly victory. But there's nothing you can do about it if they're not, because I have them mostly in costly victory because they're going to get that Koku from Green Bay, which would put them up to at least middle of the pack. Right now, Phoenix are last in both of the Koku competitions. Mm -hmm. But also, because they're last, there's presumably going to be some Koku dump from some Phoenix wave, you know, another several thousand somewhere. And that's somewhere that the Lion could also pick up points. Right now, the Lion are doing very badly in Koku, but they may have a good December since they don't have very much either. Presumably there's some sort of donation coming from the Lion
1: Clan. Or they just don't care.
0: It's possible. I mean, they, clearly they haven't cared that much because they're still in total failure. But, so I think Phoenix will pick up enough that they'll be in custody. Which, like I said, if I'm wrong about that, there's nothing you can do about it except going to Topaz. It might be worth bothering, except you're going to be competing against crazy motivated Spider Jigoku players, crazy motivated Crane players, and crazy motivated spider great Clanners, so... That's at least one slide open. Uh, <laughs> yes. You can get two points. Uh, the Scorpion are, are in failure. The spider is stuck in failure and honor. They're not going... Either way, the Unicorn are stuck in cost of victory. They're not going anywhere. The Empire is stuck in cost of victory. They're not going anywhere, so... Lion? Yeah. They deserve so, it. Well, yeah, but they actually have a reason to go out and... Try to avoid it. I don't know if they will. I don't think the line are going to be able to make a dent at Topaz. I think for the line, it's going to matter whether or not they've got a big enough bump from the the Koku. Because the Koku is can be a real leverage point in honor. There are so many honor points at this time that it's hard to have anything make a huge difference. But that one Koku donation basically counts double. Yeah. Because of two different contests that are essentially the same thing since everybody's doing single month dumps since they knew that's how the points were going to be calculated. If the line come in and drop 15,000 koku, that's an extra 8 honor points off of what we were talking about there which is probably enough I, th- I think that's enough to put them up into boring old failure.
1: They can be yet another clan that's failure. I think I find it, that's a, that's a lot of clans that are a failure in glory though. Maybe the targets were a little too high this time around. Well, yeah, so many... You remember, there were exactly enough points
0: that if every single point was distributed exactly correctly and nothing went unresolved on the map game and no points were ever donated to Jokoku, that everybody could finish just barely at the very bottom of costly victory. The first time that a point went unresolved, that was it. And, I mean, you know they're never going to end up perfectly distributed anyway, but it was set up so you're really going to be dividing clans between costly victory and failure. And a clan was going to have to go on a heck of a run to be able to get into solid victory. And, and I don't think anybody ever came close once you, got, once you got very far into the game. I don't think anything other than the Empire was ever close in the honor donations and Dragon was the only clan that, that flirted for a decent period of time with solid victory and glory, where I think it's more attainable. But while Dragon has continued to do well at putting people into the cut... It's not taking it all. It's not winning, yeah. Dragon has not been winning tournaments this fall. Once we stopped winning tournaments, that
1: ended any chance of somebody getting solid victory and glory. Which That's is probably a good thing. Why is that a good thing? What does it say about the cards at that point? If one clan is getting... Started, oh, oh, yes.
0: I get, you know, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I, story-wise, I yeah. think yeah. it would be yeah. nice for somebody yeah. Yeah. to yeah. get solid victory, even if it wasn't mine. But yes, from the cards, it, it is a good thing that one clan did not dominate that long. But yes, that would have been an awful lot of tournament wins over an awful long period of time for somebody to get solid victory. So I think if they do it again... I like points targets better and flat-out points comparisons better than the percentages targets. I get that they were trying to balance for planned player base sizes, but I think that using the percentage targets has meant that a lot of people did not really get what was going on.
2: Yeah, well, I think it was that they didn't want to commit, oh, there's going to be X number of points there at the beginning. Yeah, because they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, it does leave it that Oh yeah, we're in victory. Oh, more points got added and now we're not. What the hell? It's just you can't even translate it that well. I mean, you know, I know we've talked about how I sort of
0: try to translate it down and normalize it and have this 1 to 4 scale where, you know, or 0 to 4 scale where once you're at 1, you're in total failure and it kind of equalizes it out, but I have to explain it for 5 minutes before people can look at it on a, a chart and that's still better than people trying to compare... People can't just look and say, "Oh, they have 107 points. This other clan has 100 points. Therefore, 107 points is doing better." Well, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know, you don't know without going and checking what the percentages are and doing some math. But I also like the sort of throttle system that they are, or maybe the governor system, whatever you want to. I don't know, like Automotive track. You want to come in on in the original Mega Game, which was you want a bunch of raw points over the course of a leg. Right. And then you just got either nine or eight or seven or six. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, it, you could eventually build up a huge lead like Scorpion did in politics, but that took even more it, dominance it and effort. It every, it, yeah, over months and months and months instead of somebody just plowing ahead and, and one
2: weekend.
0: That sort of thing, if you knew how many legs you were going to do, that could let you
2: identify in advance maybe
0: how many points they had. But so what our thoughts are concrete goals for clans to shoot for are better than vague ones? Or Just like, concrete rewards. Or well yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even the air has gotten more exciting, even though who knows what that means. It's an imperial air. Is the next emperor gonna say spider clan on him, or is it gonna be the next emperor's youngest sister? Yeah. It has a mean streak. Who knows? But even so, people seem to care more about that. Than a lot of their individual clans' results. But I think ending with global story line is a global storyline
1: tournaments. Nice, coded too.
0: Is a real nice way to end things instead of just, we're sitting here for several weeks near the end of it, and there's just this one tournament, and
1: if you can go to that, you got something, and if, if you don't, you don't. Right. Or even depending on your location, it could have been months since the last time you actually did something.
0: Well, that's true for us. Yeah. In, yeah. The, in the mega game, we just yeah. haven't. I knew I had the kid coming. I wasn't gonna put into to run a
1: storyline tournament when I you knew I was gonna have a you know three month old at home. That Just wasn't gonna happen. put him to work. He can run it. <laughs> what? Put him to work. He can what? run it.
0: Well, I was saying that politely because I did tell him to do that, and he did.
2: not She's was the timer. <laughs> the baby starts crying. Yeah. And it rounds over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the baby. Yeah.
2: Oh, I
1: thought she meant Jay. Oh no no no. no. <laughs> We know
0: you're poking Jay with it. No. Oh, did. oh. No. Uh okay, no, no. Uh, uh no, I I just thought you were being mean to Jay and apparently just <laughs> I was being mean to Jay. No, no, we were not not going to put baby to work running <laughs> the the tournament. But uh, and okay. That's Strange Assemblies pre end of the mega game. Look at what we kinda of think right now about the mega the mega game. Maybe we'll have a different opinion. By the time the, the middle of January A different rant right.
2: we'll <laughs> we'll A few new rants to yeah. pull out
0: Well that's all for this episode of Strange Assembly The music from today's episode Was by Aria You can check her music out at www.area.com That's A-Y-R-I-A Dot com you can check us out at our website at strangeassembly.com. You can visit our forums or you can send us emails at Chris, J, Trevor, and John at StrangeAssembly.com. You can also download our podcast from iTunes or subscribe directly on our website. You could also be nice nice fans and review our podcast on iTunes because we can always use more of those. For Jay Earl, John Freeman, and Trevor Valentine, I'm Chris Stevenson.
2: Stay squeaky, my friends.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought we were going with the other Dom pop culture thing, Jay. Oh,
2: sorry, I yeah. thought you want to redo it with the... Uh...
0: No, we're still recording! Oh, are we? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Stay out of the city. It belongs to the dead now. God, I hate zombies.